Hey family, I am so glad you tuned in to another segment of I Have Something to Say in Spirit and in Truth. Um, I want to share something with you guys that I found on Facebook. I'm um, sorry, no, not Facebook, but YouTube. I'm actually subscribed to uh, a group called Benya Israel on Facebook, and they are just full of so much knowledge and truth. And I want to share with you guys right now our hidden Hebrews. Hey, Shalom family. I pray that you're doing well. I first would like to thank all of our supporters and viewers for patiently waiting for the next installment of Hidden Hebrews and the upcoming seven-hour, one-of-a-kind, blockbuster hit movie, Reclaiming the Throne. Y'all willing, I pray that it's available at a media outlet near you real soon. And regards to Hidden Hebrews, even though it's not quite ready yet, and my preference is to wait until after the blockbuster movie's release, I do, however, or I would like to premiere the first 30 minutes of the next Hidden Hebrews tonight. Now, the first 30 minutes is a bit of a recap of the previous episode before it gets into some of the groundbreaking discoveries that I pray will shock and awaken Israel. However, I'm sure you'll notice a few differences in this installment. Also tonight, we will review a brand new hit song by Lorvin's called Who I Am. Now, this Lorvin's masterpiece is available on iTunes and other media outlets today with partnership with Hidden Hebrews. So please be sure to pick up your copy after Shabbat and support. Now, without further ado, I'd like to show you the first 30 minutes plus of Hidden Hebrews, the time of the Gentiles. of our forefathers in Europe before the start of the transatlantic slave trade. And we learned that we have a homeland and a promise to someday return home. Well, family, I hope you enjoy the next episode of Hidden Hebrews. And be sure to hit that like button. Stay blessed, family. And shalom.
Everybody used to tell me you don't know where you're going unless you know where you came from. If you search it diligently, it'll make a better you. Yeah, I'm sitting on the pew with a strong face, listening to this preacher. What a disgrace! Something feels so different from what I heard yesterday from an Israelite along the way. An Israelite along the way. From an Israelite along Somebody the way. Tell me, tell me who I am. I've been searching for so long, I don't understand. Everywhere I seem to go, people shake their heads at me. Tell me what is going on. Someone hold my hand. Please tell me who I am. Tell me who I am Tell me who I am As I begin to read the scriptures It all came together for me Someone's been lying through their teeth They've been misleading and twisting prophecy I can see that my people is at the bottom of the barrel I see myself the more I read in every hour I can see things more clearly The wretched part of me Is it me? Is it me? Could it be? Could it be? I can't believe. Can somebody tell? Tell me who I am. I've been searching for so long. I don't understand. Please make me understand. Everywhere I seem to go, people shake their heads. At me. Tell me what is going on. Someone hold my hand. Please tell me who I am. Before I came into the truth of knowing that we are the children of Israel, well, I believe the lies of our origin and the fable of our beginnings, and as a result, I too became lost. I instead believe that I was an African American, a Hamite, <laughs> a colored man. That's what I taught my children. And then something happened. And then he came and took off my mask and exposed my true identity that lied beneath the surface. It was always there. Waiting for the right time and the right place to be revealed. That I am an Israelite. The seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Most High Yah's holy set-apart people reborn. The time of the Great Awakening.
stone monuments, cranial analysis, ancient descriptions, DNA, and first-hand accounts. All point to an unavoidable truth that the Spanish and Portuguese brews were black. As the following reference reads, and it reads, On entering Portugal from Spain, the traveler is forcibly struck with the difference between the two countries. The dark eyes, the black hair, and brown complexion are the only traits of resemblance between the Portuguese and Spaniards. The Portuguese have thick lips, noses something of the Negro form, black, and often curly hair, and their figures, and above all, their hands, show signs of the mixed blood. In Spain, the people, in spite of their dark complexion and eyes, have at least a European look. On entering Portugal, the traveler is, however, agreeably surprised by finding himself among a more cultivated people. And the next reference reads, and it reads, King John II in 1492 expelled all the Jews to the island of St. Thomas, which had been discovered in 1471, and to other Portuguese settlements on the continent of Africa. And from these banished Jews, the black Portuguese, or the Negro Portuguese, as they are called, and the Jews in Luango, who are despised even by the very Negroes are descended. In other words, the brews that were sent to the west coast of Africa were descended from Negroes. And the next reference reads, Jews, the name given to the Hebrews after their return from their captivity in Babylon. They are a religious people fond of home and their children, shrewd in money matters and intellectual. In form and feature, they are short with dark hair. a swarthy complexion, full lips, and a characteristic nose. And the next reference reads, Are Jews white like you? No, replied I. Rather, more like yourself. Very dark. And the next reference reads, and it reads, Thus the black color is found not only in individuals as the black Jews of Portugal, but in the tribes as the Bicaris on the Red Sea, whose hair and character are perfectly Semitic. And now, let's take a look at the Bicaris people who have the same black color found in the Jews of Portugal. And yes, as you can see, they are a black Negro people. And 
on to our next reference, which reads, He was of a middle size. He had good features in his face. The skin somewhat black. Black curly hair. Long eyebrows and of the same color. So that one might easily know by his looks that he was descended from Portuguese Jews. And the next reference reads, The Spanish Jew is always dark complexion. And another reference reads, "'Tis also a vulgar error that the Jews are all black, for this is only true of the Portuguese Jews, who marrying always among one another, beget children like themselves, and consequently the swarthiness of their complexion is entailed upon their whole race, even in the northern regions." It's important to note that not only do old references confirm Spanish and Portuguese brews are black, we also have supporting archaeological evidence such as cranial analysis performed on skulls of ancient Spanish and Portuguese brews. Evidence identifies Spanish and Portuguese brew skulls as dolicocephalic, which is the description of the Negro skull today. As the following reference reads, and reads, Anthropologists are accustomed to dividing it into two parts well distinguished, the doliocosephalic and the brachiocosephalic. To the first type, which is the doliocosephalic, belong the Sephardim Jews, the Spanish and Portuguese Bruce, even the larger part of the Jews of Italy and southern France. An avalanche of evidence makes the description of Spanish and Portuguese brews being black a far-gone conclusion. These brews were the same brews that were taken by King Nebuchadnezzar into Spain in roughly 597 B.C. Another group of captive nobles from Jerusalem were taken in 70 A.D., the day General Titus burned the city of Jerusalem to the ground. Now, you need to know that back then, Jerusalem was inhabited by a special people, a people endowed with mm, certain powers. I guess you could call them, how should I say, superheroes. Or you could call them Yasabim, Eleazar, Samath, Abishai, Nabor, Benaiah, and Asahel. And when they worked together, no nation could stand before them. But unfortunately, on that day, their bands of brotherhood were broken. And they fought against each other and fell under the iron boot of Rome.
throne burned the Most High Yah's holy city to the ground. Nothing was spared, and not one stone was left upon another. The blood of Judah and Jerusalem ran through the streets. Two-thirds would perish by the fire and the sword, and one-third would go into captivity. As spoken by Hamashiach, the prophecy had come to pass. of Babylon and General Titus of Rome. Both groups of brews were royal blood descendants of King David. As the following reference reads, it reads, the Spanish Jews maintained that they had been transported hither after the destruction of the temple by the Babylonian conqueror Nebuchadnezzar. And the next reference reads, the Roman governor of Spain begged the conqueror of Jerusalem to send him some noble families from the capital of Judea, and Titus complied with the request. So we see the footsteps of the sons of King David made its way to Spain and Portugal, where they lived for over 1,000 years. Ironically, it's here in Spain and Portugal where we witness an amazing transformation of the sons of King David. It's here that the sons of King David transformed themselves into a people called Negroes. It began when a Brew and his family and their descendants began calling themselves Negroes in the 11th and 12th centuries. And yes, these are the Negroes, as prophecy states, who are scattered to the four corners of the world. Spirit, mind, sense of free. A Negro, a Negro. I said, come. 
pointed out that according to the Webster Dictionary, the word Negro did not refer to a person of African descent until after the year 1555, which means that slaves called Negroes before the year 1555 were not African. This was confirmed by Spanish law, which required Negro slaves shipped to the New World. They had to have been born in Spain. And remember, these Negroes who were born in Spain were under the curses of Deuteronomy 28 because they chose to follow the oral laws of the Talmud instead of the written laws of the Most High Yah. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of Yah the Elohim to observe to do all his commandments and statutes which I command thee this day,
forces overtook the sons of King David in Spain and Portugal, the persecutions broke out against the Bruce. The first persecutions broke out against the Bruce by their Muslim neighbors, followed by persecutions by Christian conquerors of Spain and Portugal. In fact, when the Christian Catholics took over Spain, they gave the Bruce an ultimatum, convert to Christianity or die. Revelations 12, verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of Yahweh, and have the testimony of Yahusha Hamashiach. Be obedient to him, then all your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. The Gentile church used their version of the Bible and the sword to conquer the house of Judah. Then after conquering Judah, they set fire to the world. No, leave no stone unturned. See, the Pope has given this land unto you. You need only take it and enslave and destroy any who uphold you. Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, shall he be unto his brother. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. In this side, you shall conquer. serpent, after taking control of the church, declared all-out war against the sons of Judah, oppressing and persecuting the children of Israel wherever they found them, hunting them down as they fled from Spain and Portugal into Africa and beyond. Judah, now securely under the curse, was hunted down, killed, or enslaved by the Gentiles, for the time of the Gentiles was at hand. Persecution of the house of Judah often involved breaking up families, ripping children away from the arms of their mothers and fathers, and giving them to Christians to raise in the doctrine of the Roman Christian Gentile Church. This was often a bloody, violent separation of families, which occurred many times in Spain and Portugal and around the world.
following reference reads, and it reads, The Jewish children below 14 years of age were torn from their parents' arms, dragged into the church, baptized. Those under three years of age were given to Christians to receive a Christian education, or in other words, to be raised as slaves. House of Judah attempted to flee this violent, habitual persecution in multiple ways. Oftentimes, they fled into Africa. This is what we refer to as the path of the Negro. For example, when brews were expelled from Spain and Portugal, we see the definition of the word Negro transition from referring to someone born in Spain and Portugal to referring to someone born in Africa. Now, while the Brews were in Africa, the Gentiles incurred certain African rulers to attack and enslave the Brews. This was established by law. By the law of King Manuel, who solicited the help of local African rulers to persecute Judah in Africa. the following reference reads and reads the permit authorized Captain Bernard M. Gomez to offer to the indigenous chiefs all the gifts that were necessary to achieve the delivery or the murder of those Lancados. It seems that these violent measures by monarch Vrantorso were intended to reach Jews and foreign adventurers who spread freely along the African coast. Chapter 28, verse 45 reads, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon you, shall pursue you and overtake you, till you be destroyed. Because you hearkenest not unto the voice of Yah, your Elohim, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded you. 